to Smart for This. I am your host, Miss Alexis Barber. I am so excited to be back on the mic today, honestly, to chat with you all about um, some more self-development for 2023 and some big breakthroughs I've personally been making. I am feeling like excited for 2023 but also like overwhelmed with the amount of like personal mental work I feel like I always have to do so if you can relate to that please comment dm me let me know and tell me how you feel about that too if you're new to the show hi my name's Alexis Barber I'm 24 years old and I'm currently living in LA I work full-time in big tech, I'm a content creator, and I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm the founder of Two Collective, which is the sponsor of this podcast, as well as a line of luxury bathrobes. So this is the Too Cozy robe. I'm wearing it if you're watching the video version. It is a super luxurious plush robe with super functional designs as well. So it has adjustable sleeves. So when you're doing the dishes or washing your face, you can keep your robe on and an attached belt so you never get it lost when you are washing it or like it gets stuck on your desk chair and falls off of you. If you want to shop the Too Cozy robe, please go to the link in our show notes or down below and you can take 15% off with the code podcast15. So go ahead and do that. It's the perfect gift for yourself for the holidays. It's also the perfect gift for one of your loved ones. So if you end up getting it for someone you love, please That just makes my heart so, so warm. Um, I just got an email from a guy who was buying one for... So right now, our small mediums are sold out, though they should be back by the time this episode goes up. But a guy messaging like, can you please tell me when these are going to be back in stock? Like, I need to get this for my girlfriend. And it made my day literally so good. And so it makes my heart smile that so many people are so excited about the product. I really couldn't have imagined a better response. So thank you. With that being said, let's get into today's episode. So I already recorded this one or two times and then it realized it wasn't recording. So the last few episodes we have been chatting all about self-development, reflection, etc. for 2023. So we started with creating a vision board and then we started and then we got into what to start and stop doing for 2023. And so today, honestly, what I want to jump into is two of the biggest like mindset shifts that have actually changed my life. So The first one is rooted in a bit of a like frustrating childhood trauma situation, which is that I feel like I was subconsciously playing the victim or playing the victim is honestly like not the words that I would want to use. I feel like I'd want to say instead of that, like I was arguing for my limitations. So I was arguing for all of the reasons that I couldn't achieve what I actually really wanted to achieve. So an example of this is like, If you are approaching the, so say you're a woman in STEM, say you're a woman who works in software engineering and you're a black woman or something like that. And you subconsciously say to yourself like, oh, because I'm black, they're not going to take me seriously. Or because I'm a woman, they're going to think I'm dumb. Or because I'm black, they're going to perceive my emotions in a different way. And for that, you work yourself up and you get anxious. You put new um, expectations on yourself that are sort of unnecessary just so that you can feel more comfortable and you're arguing for all the reasons why things might go wrong for you. And I think that that is something that I was doing subconsciously in my life when it came to achieving my goals. So whether that was social media, I was like, oh, well, I'm not a skinny white girl, so it's going to be hard for me. Or I would say like, oh, when it comes to finances, like I grew up poor and I'm always spending money and I don't know how to save. And like, it's just something. And then I would catch myself in my tracks 
talking about myself or talking about my specific habits and saying why I could never do something instead of literally just deciding to change. It's that easy. It really is to just like decide that's not who you're going to be anymore and identify the ways that you've been acting like that version of yourself that doesn't believe something is possible for you. So I feel like um, what a lot of the times this is rooted in like a victim mentality and I struggle truly like as a creator with a platform to talk about that because I feel like saying like to minimize the societal impact of something like racism or patriarchy or whatever is never something I want to do. But what I think is is also important is for us to step into our own power without expecting that things are going to go badly for us because of our God-given attributes, you know? Instead, I want us to think about how we can use those things for good and be grateful for them and still achieve the level of success that we've always dreamed for ourselves. Because if something, if you dreamed of something, that means that it wants you to. And that's how I have been operating for the past like few months. And it's really helped me get out of my fear and my frustration. What goes along with this though, is that in, when you are deciding like, okay, I'm not going to argue for my limitations anymore. I'm just going to step into that character and step into that person that I really want to show up as. You have to recognize that like that gap sometimes is a little difficult to do. So let's say it's something that I struggle with, which is, this is a small example, but hopefully it illustrates things for you is being someone that cooks like a healthy girl that loves to cook instead of one that likes to order out every single day now if you want to order out every single day that's fine if you can financially afford it that's fine but I know personally it's not good for me for my body and it's not good for my wallet and I always want to be someone who loves cooking but I just kept arguing for like oh it's actually better for me to order out because I get to save time or I can't think of good things that I like to cook and I'm so impulsive like I just can't do it so for a while I would argue for the limitations for why. And then I realized like I just have to decide that I'm someone who likes to cook and someone who does those things. So I thought about all the attributes of someone who likes to cook at home and enjoys, you know, being a little domesticated girly girly pop. Think Emily Mariko. What does that vibe look like? That would be someone who has the New York Times cooking app and who loves scrolling through new recipes on Pinterest and Instagram and who loves going to the farmer's market and who has a great, you know, routine and every week goes to Trader Joe's and has really cute food storage containers. So those are all the attributes of the person that I want to be, right? And then there's the person I'm being right now, which is someone who doesn't really have time in the evening to necessarily cook or gets exhausted by the end of the day when it's time to cook or doesn't feel excited about the meals that she has. And so bridging that gap of going from me to my Emily Mariko inner aura, whatever, means that there's going to be times when I fuck up and there's going to be times when I don't feel like doing it. And there's going to be times when I do not want to cook and I am had a horrible day at work and I'm staring at my fridge with some uncooked chicken thighs and I'm like, I do not want to open this for the life of me, right? Like there's going to be times when you don't want to do that. And what I have found to be so effective for me is knowing that those things are going to happen and being really honest with myself and taking responsibility for who I am as a person and for my, like, for the probable reactions that I'm going to have and deciding in that moment, okay, I know this is what's going to happen. So here's my framework for failure. So building a framework for yourself when you fail to be that new character that you want to be is a great way to offset 
that feeling of shame and guilt and frustration. So you know that it's Wednesday, uh, or I know that it's Wednesday. Oh my God, I hate Wednesdays. I always have a ton of meetings and I'm always like drained by the end of the day. So I know that when I'm looking in my fridge and I'm not going to want to cook what's in there, I can have so, uh, a system for responding to that frustrating feeling and responding to that feeling of going back to the old self by having like it written out already what I do when I feel that badly. So in this instance, I have like in my notes app, a thing that says, when I don't feel like cooking, I do this. And so it's just a quick three steps is I go on a quick walk. I open my TikTok and I search cool recipes or I watch an Epicurious video. I love them on YouTube, by the way. And that gets me in the mood to do those things. And obviously it comes in hand with having good systems and routines, but we talk about that a lot on this show. The most important thing that you do is that you understand that you're not going to have that motivation and that, you know, connection to whatever your goals are 24 or 7, 365. You know, that doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Knowing that you understand yourself enough to know that you aren't going to be perfect all the time and you have a response to that and you know what you're going to do helps you avoid arguing for your limitations. It also helps you take responsibility for who you are. Something I wanted to talk about is also that like taking responsibility for yourself. Cause I think when I argued for my limitations, which is sort of a form of playing the victim. I also, another form of playing the victim is by not taking responsibility for the life that you're living today and the fact that you can change whatever you want to change in your life as it is right now. I think that like that is something I really struggled with because growing up, especially like when you're post-grad and it's the first time that like you're fully an adult and nobody is coming to save you, it's very scary to be like, oh shit, like this is all mine. Like if I mess up and don't pay my credit card on time, that's my fault. If I mess up and sign a lease with a roommate that I really don't like, that's my fault. And like that really does suck. It sucks to have to figure things out on your own, especially for those of us that don't have great guidance. Like I feel like I had a teen mom and she never experienced all the things I experienced. So I didn't really have an adult that could advise me on what to do with my finances or advise me on how to approach negotiations for my work contracts. And so I felt a little like gypped by that for a long time. And I felt like really frustrated that I had to be the person that didn't get to that had to figure it out all by myself. And because of that, I think I like reacted in ways that were like aligned with playing the victim because I was so upset that I had to figure it out by myself. If you don't take responsibility for your life, you cannot change it and you can't be happy when good things happen to you and you can't be sad when bad things happen to you if you didn't take responsibility for existing in the first place. So with all that being said, I think like first of all, taking responsibility looks like looking at who you are now. It looks like being like, I am someone who, it's like a stressful moment. You open your credit card statement and you see how many times you DoorDashed in the last week. And you think to yourself, this is what I do now. And this is who I identify with now as someone who DoorDashes a lot. So therefore, I need to switch over to someone who identifies as someone who cooks and loves being healthy. And that transition was hard for me to make, but it's something I'm still every day just going to be working towards. And I'm using this example because it's so like, universal, like all of us struggle, or not all of us, girl, I'm trying to get like you if you don't struggle with it, but it's actually applies to even bigger things in your life. And so one of those things I'm applying it to is this podcast. And so this podcast, I started two years ago, almost exactly. And I was 
just wanted somewhere where I could talk. And now I'm at a place where I want this podcast to grow. I want it to be big. I want it to be a a self-care oasis for people and have incredible guests that I only dreamed of talking to two years ago and now are on my show. And so, and I'm getting to that place now, but I had to think about how I was treating the podcast maybe in like maybe today versus how someone who has a big top podcast would treat the podcast. And so an example of that is adding video to the podcast. So it's like, okay, you want to be a big podcast host or whatever, but all big podcast hosts have video. So why aren't you doing video? So I added video. I added in-person interviews with my guests and stuff like that. And it'll be a constant iteration, but the real shift wasn't deciding to add video to the podcast. It was deciding that I was going to treat my podcast like it was the biggest show out there and do what other people do who have that same mentality or have that experience. And in the moments where I don't want to do one of the like small tasks that's associated with that, I have to go back to that embodiment of the character who does have what I want through those frameworks. And I have sort of like fail-proofed it by having a reaction to whatever my frustration is. So you can apply this to any part of your life, whether it's a big goal, like a project that you want at work, or if it's something as small as like going to bed earlier. But I think it's really important to recognize that we have the power and to not beat ourselves up when things don't feel like they're aligned, but rather have a fail-proof system so that you can continue to achieve your goals. Because if it's your goal and you have a motivation for it, you want it to happen, you know? It's not like you don't want it to happen. It's just that you're not giving yourself enough resources to achieve it in a way that feels most safe to your previous experiences and to who you've been being. You've got to evolve into who you want to be being. I hope that all of that made sense. I really do. I can't really tell because it's just all been what's in my brain and I didn't really script anything for this episode, but the theme of it is be fucking for real with yourself, okay? Be fucking for real. Identify who you are. Identify who you want to be. Take the action in between those things and have a plan for when you don't feel like taking that action and all of us will be golden. I gotta say, man, I'm really proud of all of us for what we've been doing for this past year. It's been a rough year. I think I told you guys, like, I'm just, I haven't been feeling it this year. Um, I feel like I had a lot of setbacks, but now I'm on a place where like I learned from those. I know how to deal with things when I'm stressed. I know how to keep going for my goals, even when it seems like they're never going to happen. So in 2023, that's what we're doing. We're leveling up, period. I love you all so much. My podcast girls, my YouTube girls are my favorite people. I feel like you all know me the best. You are the most supportive and you all are excited about building an incredible life for yourselves. And I'm really excited about that. So if you loved this podcast this year, if it made your Spotify wrapped, if you were excited about getting a new episode every Monday, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or subscribe to us over at YouTube. It means a lot and it really helps the show grow. So please do that. And I will see you next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. There's tons of great robe content and self-care inspiration. Let me know what you want to see on our Instagram actually like please DM me if you have like a good idea I feel like it'll be good for us and next week I am going to be sharing my end of year favorites as well as my some listener questions I'm gonna be doing a Q&A and my favorites for the year so chat with you next week love you so much and don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.